Alright, what's up everybody and welcome back to the E3 coverage for E3 2019 and today, right now, we have a double banger, two podcast hosts from two different podcasts in the Ultimate Crossover. Um, I could make more jokes, but I can't think that fast. So, uh, <laughs> myself, Fred Rojas from Gaming History 101 slash the B-Team podcast and with me, as always, my partner in crime, a man who does not sleep, Mr. Andy Urquhart from 42 Level 1. What's up, Andy? Yeah, I'm good. I did sleep. I did good. sleep. I'm just kind of on American time just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's fair. Lots of Europeans in uh, LA right now are too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, right now you can probably tell because you downloaded it. This is going to be somewhat shorter than uh, our Microsoft stuff, but that kind of makes sense because of what we're talking about. But we are going to do Devolver Digital, who actually went for a more direct approach. And when I say that, I mean like Nintendo Direct, like a, a video as opposed to a press conference. It was just a video that hit YouTube. And then we're going to do the Epic Games Presents PC Gaming Showcase um, and talk about that. And we're going to try to do it in 50 minutes before Ubisoft starts. So, but I think I'm down to the task. Are you down to the task, Andy? Yeah, I think we can knock out. All right. So first and foremost, Devolver. Devolver went late last night. Uh, the, if you were in, uh, I think it was midnight Eastern time. It was 5 a.m. you guys' time. And I had to go to the airport and pick up some family. So I didn't get home till midnight my time, 1 a.m. Eastern time. And I think I texted you at like 2 a.m. my time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like you might have been up for the morning. I don't know. But uh but either way, uh, Devolver had a uh, crazy performance, and I really recommend you go see it if you're interested, but I have to forewarn it with, because some people are sensitive to this, uh, there's lots of violence and lots of swearing, but it is, in short, batshit insane and worth checking out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, they've done it the last two years, and it's kind of a continuation of like a story that they're telling, mm-hmm. a kind yep. of meta story amongst these press conference things. Um, but it's, I think it's actually quite funny, and it's kind of a unique way to present their products. Oh, yeah, it totally is, and I'm loving that they are continuing to stick to uh, RoboCop themes, and it looks like uh, that was it was pretty much a RoboCop ending in the in the first one, and then in this one it picks up that and keeps going with it. Um and then now it looks like we're going into potentially the Terminator for uh, E3 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll check that out when it comes. But anyway, if you get a chance, check that out. It's pretty crazy. Uh, they didn't announce much, but Devolver's a smaller publisher, and they announced quite a bit for what they are. Um, and they've got some really rock-solid games, in my opinion. I think most people like engaging with Devolver's games. Um, so... Uh, what did you think of the overall performance? Uh, we don't, we didn't do that for Microsoft or uh, or um, uh, Bethesda, and I'd, I'd kind of like to start doing it with Ubisoft and, and even here. So, yeah, um, I liked this overall. I don't, don't think there was very many games at it, to be honest. Though that was the no, kind of uh, only problem. Specifically, six and uh, probably one of their biggest titles. Uh, which is Metal Wolf Chaos, which is getting a HD remaster, which I don't know yeah. if anyone asked for, but hey, Americans are going to get access to it. Uh, they even had to tweet out, you sent it to me, that Metal Wolf Chaos, while it didn't make the Devolver presser, uh, they're going to have a release date, hopefully announced shortly after E3. So there you go. Yeah, That game has been I'm- delayed a little too long for me to feel comfortable with it, and that game's not great. Game's not great. I played <laughs> it, I have it, but uh, but you know what? If it's like 15, 20 bucks and people want to give it a go, there are worse ways to spend money. Trust me. But, uh, all right. Well, let's just jump into it. We got, uh, most of these were pretty much a trailer, and we're continuing the trend of we're not going to show gameplay, uh, which is a little frustrating this year, actually. Um, mm. Right? Because you get less and less of a feel for what we're going to see here, you know? Um, it's bad enough we're just watching gameplay, and now that we don't even get that, it's like, mm, okay, I get your concept, but anyway. See, I think I think it's fine if you're like doing like a live demo of some kind outside of that, so like you can show like a, a cinematic like go trailer. Go engage with this then, elsewhere. Yeah, if yeah, you're dropping okay. a demo, yeah. And maybe they will. Uh, Devolver sounds like mm. they might follow up with stuff like that. Uh, Microsoft definitely doing it. So, you know what? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's where it's gone. If you go look up a lot of these press conferences, unless you have the live stream, like I've got links to all the press conferences in our uh, news posts on GH101, and mm. the, the companies aren't posting them that way. They're actually breaking up the live streams into little pieces when you go to their YouTube channel. But if you have the live stream link, 
I do that, and then I have it jump ahead to where the live stream starts. But anyway. Uh, so first up was Fall Guys from Mediatonic. Uh, I put, it looks like a bunch of rejected Teletubbies in an American Gladiator-style obstacle course. <laughs> yeah, and um, they're kind of trying to go for like some kind of Battle Royale vibe here, I think. Kind of okay. kids Battle Royale. Okay. Because there's, the, there's 100 players in the game, uh-huh. and only one wins, so... It, to me, it's kids battle royale. It's but I mean, that a already, genre. It funny. is officially becoming a genre. These are all the yeah. games that wanted to chime in on PUBG, finally getting <laughs> its its due as PUBG slowly starts to become less and less the zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> so this is coming PS4, PC, early 2020. You know, I don't like battle royale. I have zero interest in this. How about yourself? I mean, it looks cute and colorful, but yeah, it, like the stuff they showed it didn't interest me. Okay. And it's coming later, so I think we'll see more about this in the future. Um, This next one was so absurd, I loved it. I bought it immediately. It's 1% off in the Steam store, so hurry yourself up. (laughs) It's called Devolver Bootleg. Uh, It's a paid launcher that gives you D-make bootlegs of their games. (laughs) Yeah, do you know, like, I I thought this was a joke. Because they've done kind of joke announcements as part of these press conferences before. Like, because they did one where they announced their own cryptocurrency in that, like, last year. (laughs) And and obviously that didn't happen. But this, uh, like, I thought this was a joke. So I I went and looked on on Steam for it, like, uh, earlier on today, and I couldn't see it. But then I I saw uh, online. Yeah, yeah, I I saw online, like, earlier on. that somebody had posted a link to it, and I'm like, oh, it's actually a real thing. So, yeah, I went, I went and bought it as well. <laughs> um, having just played around with them a little bit, uh, I wasn't seeing an easy keyboard and mouse thing, but maybe, I, or sorry, not keyboard and mouse, a gamepad thing. So I might have missed that, uh, but, you know, Joy to Key is an easy way to fix that problem. Um, no, but, it, uh, it, it, definitely, it definitely works with controllers, because, uh, like, I've got my controller plugged in, and uh, automatically it automatically detected my controller. Okay. Yeah, and Did it gave you? me an achievement for it as well. Nice. Did you play any games on it yet? <laughs> no, I didn't. Like okay. I, I was just gonna, I was just about to put it up when when you when you called me. I was like, I'll okay. just try this, but then you it's, called me. It's like a it, like it takes like it's got a version of Enter the Gun Gungeon, which is like, yeah. uh, but it's D made to like Atari twenty six hundred graphics. So <laughs> yeah, I, like I really dig the concept of it, like just kind of making fan versions of your own games. Like uh-huh. that's cool. Yeah. I like that, and like I, I do wish more companies would do things like that. Like, um, could you imagine one of the kind of big, bigger publishers making like a eight bit version of like Uncharted or something like that? Would be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. And you see fans make like concept art, but you're like, well, this yeah. guy doesn't have the resources to actually put something mm-hmm. like that together. But these companies do, um, and maybe if they see a guy like that, and they're like, well, okay, you've got the vision. You're now the creative director. Here's mm. 50 grand. Can you assemble a team and in the next year mm. get us a fun little D make? Like, I think that would be an awesome idea. Yeah. Um, and they could use it as a write off. But yeah, I love that it's 1% off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. $4.94. And of course, everyone's aware because all the reviews are like, grab it now while it's 1% off because (laughs) because and one guy was like for full price this game isn't worth it at 1% off though it's a must buy (laughs) I love it Um, next up this one's a little ways out too uh, and a pretty crazy part of the the direct video but um, Carrion from Phobia Game Studio they refer to it as a reverse horror game because you are the creature (laughs) Mm. So it, this looked really cool. Like I really liked the way the creature thing was animated. It kind of reminded me of like it was like Carnage. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, it's yeah. So think of like a nebulous blobby symbiote thing that kind of absorbs itself in. Maybe even a little bit um, uh, prototype, but without mm. having a human with superpowers. Just the absorption kind of thing and the grab and explode mm. kind of thing, because uh, it really does absorb in and just blow up. <laughs> human beings yeah. uh we should also point out this is a roughly 16-bit graphic style got a real mega drive vibe from this uh genesis vibe um yeah definitely graphics. uh big chunky pixels if that's your thing you'll be happy um wow limited run games is just straight up emailing everything they're <laughs> talking about <laughs> in their press conference um this is pc and console we should point out yeah this one's pc and console in 2020 um so <clears throat> Trailers available. No price point was given. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'll check it out. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll buy it, but uh, I'll. I'll watch it progress and see what people say. Yeah, I'll keep my eye on it. 
this one may be a joke, but I don't think it is, uh, is Enter the Gungeon uh, House of the Gun Dead, uh, which uh, they made a light gun shooter uh, in arcades in 2020. <laughs> yeah, so th- this is a real weird one, like, because again, like, I thought it was a joke as well, but there is like some kind of pre-order available for it. Like, I mean, I don't have four grand to drop, drop on a potential joke, unfortunately. So, Well, yeah, four grand is not, <laughs> that's not that much. And actually I'll go find out for you. We've got a local, a couple local barcades and one of them uh, is kind of infamous at this point. It's called the Up Down and uh, it's got mm. life-size Jenga, um, oh, nice. uh, Andy. And this for, I don't know if you drink much anymore, but mm-hmm. I do on certain days. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably have... I'll probably have a drink for Ubisoft tonight. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I think I need to. My wife even joked about that because she went to the pool with uh, with a sixer and it's in walking distance. And she goes, when I come back, I'm going to be buzzing. (laughs) So anyway, um, so this place, uh, if you're ever in Kansas City, and I know you're just dying to come out here, but if you ever come, uh, they do a fantastic thing. If you're ready for this, it's um, $20 uh, on Sundays. You get a fanny pack with $20 in, uh, I think they do tokens, they may do quarters though. Uh, it doesn't really matter. And every game is a quarter and they've got all the classic arcade stuff. Um, it's 20 bucks, it's $25 for this deal. You get a fanny pack that you can keep with $20 in quarters. You also get a six pack of your choice of Natty Light, um, Pabst Blue Ribbon, Miller Light, or Bud Light. And um, (laughs) they don't make you drag the six pack around. You literally just go up and you've got a punch card and it's got one through six on it. (laughs) And they play nothing but 90s professional wrestling all day. And then they have three free uh, things you can play at all times. They have a big projection screen where they're doing Mario Kart 64. They have life-size Jenga. And upstairs in the tiki bar, the roof is like a tiki bar. And I forget, Mm. there's some other game like that. That place has um, two full-size $10,000 Killer Queen arcades. That place will probably get Enter the Gungeon. And so I'll go ask them if they are going to get it, and they'll be the ones who will tell me whether it's legit or not. Because if they, if it is legit, they will buy it, and mm. they won't know because V3. Their distributor will come talk to them. So right. They've also got yeah. the Wreck-It Ralph arcade game that's like Donkey Kong. Ah. Yeah, they've got a lot of the rarities. They also have an original untouched Street Fighter 2 regular. Yeah, just regular Street Fighter 2. So the, the the one thing I did notice with this uh, with this arcade cab is that it looks like a reskinned point blank cab because it's got yeah, the pink and blue guns. I was thinking Lethal Enforcers. Yeah, Lethal Enforcers had pink and blue as well. Okay. Um, so, but Lethal Enforcers were re- the Konami revolvers, whereas Point Blank was actually like looked more like the guns in this one. Yeah. So. so I don't know if the if it is legit or not. Um, however, the, there is a potential avenue for this game, and and mm-hmm. and all of these type of uh, light gun games. To be fair, and it's VR, like oh, yeah. VR is where these games should go. And I can't believe we've not seen more of these, especially the licensed ones. Like, mm-hmm. why is there no Time Crisis game on VR? Why did Rambo like, that? Uh, have you ever played <laughs> yeah. Rambo? <laughs> that game needs to be ported to VR tomorrow. Uh, the problem is no one will buy it, but if I can just import it into my Steam VR, you know, I might be that much closer to buying a PSVR because uh, Swarin tells me you can totally use that hacked driver to trick your Steam VR into thinking that you've got um, an Oculus or a, or a mm. Vive attached. So, um, Thanks. But anyway... Uh, next up, The Messenger. I've not gotten a chance to play The Messenger. I do have it. Uh, it actually came free with Twitch Prime, um, yep. and I've definitely wanted to play it. I know it starts as a Ninja Gaiden uh, game, and I'm not going to give it away, but there is a twist halfway through that game, and it becomes something else. Um, so it's getting its first DLC pack, Picnic Panic, that looks very tropical. <laughs> I saw Surfing <laughs> Ninja, uh, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's the second time in this thing where I've just like had utmost ad- adoration of the 80s. Um, and of course this is by Sabotage Studio free expansion comes out July 11th on all platforms so no matter where you own the messenger you are getting a free expansion yeah that's that's really cool that'll probably remind me to go and actually play the messenger again like I, I played a, I played a good bit of it like uh, started this year after it came to Twitch uh, mm-hmm. on the Twitch launcher on Twitch Prime um, but yeah it's really good and it's got an absolutely banging 80s soundtrack like the soundtrack in that game is excellent. 
Oh, I got to go check it out. I was actually at, uh, I had to get my car service this morning and I uh, decided to boot up. I hadn't in a long time, the Mummy Demastered, that way forward game mm, on my Switch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that game's, like that game still continues to impress the hell out of me. I actually started, of all things, playing on Metroid and ended up switching over to that and going, oh, this feels a little better. Um, <laughs> like I was playing the original NES Metroid, which was uh, fantastic yeah. back in the day, but it's hard to go back to now. Um, Space Wolf. Yeah, and I was loving it, Ed, but that soundtrack in that game is just just amazing. But anyway, I digress. Um, Sabotage Studios is like, the fuck, dude? Like, talk about our game. Um, next up, Dead Toast Entertainment showed off My Friend Pedro, which is... <laughs> I mean, what is it? It's, it's uh, to be the most stylish, awesome god, you know, Neo from the Matrix... Shooter. It shows a guy running along a train, which reminded me of an old Konami brawler mm. Psy One recently told me about. Um, but he's just blasting guys, and anytime he doesn't do it badass, he can just rewind and try again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this game? June twentieth, so it's coming out in like two weeks. PC and Switch, twenty bucks. Yeah, um, they showed. I think they showed the announcement trailer for this one at their uh, press conference last year. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, it was just it. another trailer of more of more crazy action. Which I mean, it looks it looks fun, but yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait and see when it actually comes out. I don't know that, like, I don't know that I'm that interested in it. It looks cool, but mm-hmm. it seems to slow down a lot. So yes, like, I think when you jump, you immediately go into like the Alan or like not the, Alan, like the 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 Max Payne style mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Which which I think yeah, they're obviously doing that to make it seem like it's really fast, but then it's not, I, I don't think it's going to feel as fast because you're slowing down all the time. So it's well, the part one that of those... scares me is what do they do when they know they've got that mechanic and they have to make it really hard? Um, yeah. <laughs> like Hotline Miami, I was about to quit that game and then I ended up beating it. And I've not played the second one yet. But like Hotline Miami did not have the same mechanics, but you know what I mean? Like they kept ramping up the difficulty and making it more and more batshit. Mm-hmm. And when I had about had my fill they ended the game, which means somebody in that testing suite was very smart in communicating to that team where the limits were, but yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, and that's Devolver. We actually probably spent more time than I thought we would. Um, but yeah, there's their stuff, so you can go check it out. I do have my usual, I haven't been talking about this, but in my posts, and Andy, you may have had it as well, I have read-only Google Docs where you can get the quick and dirty details. And if you click on the um, picture of any of these things, you get taken immediately to the video of the press conference. For Devolver Digital um, and the PC Showcase, it'll be two pictures, of course. Um, So, okay, let's get into the PC Gaming Showcase and see if we can't in half an hour make this happen. Um, So, Andy, I do have a gap in here, but what I was thinking we would do is there was a lot of stuff shown, and I think in the Mm -hmm. interest of not just being a regurgitation episode, how do you feel about us just going down the list and just... um, like, I'll name it, and if you want to stop on it, we'll stop on it. Otherwise, we'll keep going. Is that fair? Yes, 100%. Um, I think there was a lot of stuff here which is, was of no interest to me. And I imagine this Or like, be you know for, if it's for, for, you, for so. you. Yeah, and we definitely yeah. recommend, like, especially because I've got the, the PC Gaming Showcase, like, spreadsheet. Maybe I'll even add links at some point, but at least it gives you the game to look up. I did find that all of these games, if you Google them, immediately takes you to either the Steam page or the developer page. So right mm. now is a good time to jump in on the ground floor. Um, so Rebellion's got a new game. Uh, no actual footage shown was Evil Genius 2 World Domination. I have no interest in this game as I see it right now. Like I said, I don't want to stop on it. Do you? Nope. <laughs> okay. Coming Next up, though, this is a big one for me. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 by Hardsuit Labs. Um, written by, I forgot that first guy's name. I think it was Brian or something. Uh, he clearly had been working for the company for a long time. But Kara Ellison, and I've really cared for her non-games press coverage and, and storytelling and whatnot. Uh, she's been um, really cool in the games industry for a while. Very much looking forward to the story they craft. And they did show actual gameplay. It's first person, mm. and it looks to be a heavily cleaned up interface and gameplay mechanic style of what people loved about that 1994, or 2004 game, sorry. Um, wow, is that how long ago that was? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Vampire the Masquerade is not only not the easiest game to run on Steam, but once it does, you got to know keyboard and mouse. There, It's too many buttons to map to a controller, I've tried. Mm. And they did not do a good job of balancing story and gameplay, and it sounds like they've really focused on that this time around, and I just can't wait. Mm. Um, 
quarter one, 2020. That's soon. That's nine months away. That's way sooner than I thought it was. Um, nice. That's fantastic. Although, as you've probably noticed, quarter one, 2020 is getting actually way more crowded than I imagined it to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a kind of impact of having new consoles coming out next year. Like we know Microsoft is bringing out a new console in uh, holiday 2020 now, and we'd imagine Sony would follow suit. So I think you're going to see next year packed, especially earlier on, because people are going to be saving up through the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we, I mean, we'll see. Also, a lot of people pointed out these are like target points when they say stuff like Q1 oh, yeah. 2020. That gives an impression that certain games, especially Vampire, um, could get delayed. And I am definitely of the the mentality and you just acknowledged it that when you're talking 15 20 or 15 16 years you need to delay this three months to make sure it's the best game you can put out you get one Mm. shot at this you can either resurrect it or bury it for good ask mirror's edge um and for the record i thought mirror's (laughs) edge 2 was good um but people did yeah me too yeah starmancer by chucklefish an isometric tactics title next you nah that's not for me either Chivalry 2 uh, by Torn Banner and Tripwire. Um, I've never really been into chivalry. The only thing that I definitely had to point out that I thought was funny is he goes, we have it on very good authority that at least, if not more than 50% of our audience plays our game while drunk. <laughs> and it is Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought that was funny, but like I've never played it and it looks okay. okay. It looks like an attack game. If you are a chivalry fan, here's what you need to know. Early 2020, um, Epic Games exclusive. Here's another one. 64 players now, so they've upped it from 32 to 64. Horses, and they're going to recreate the Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones. And they jokingly said they won't recreate Season 8, just the Battle of the Bastards. Um, <laughs> next up was Mosaic by Killbite. Uh, I, didn't know en- I didn't learn enough about this game in its trailer to say anything about it. No, me neither. Uh, this one sounded cool. I'm, I keep wavering back and forth as to whether or not to get into the uh, alpha. It was Midnight Ghost Hunter, single developer, Sam Malone, uh, but his company is called Mellowsoft. Uh, I just want to talk about it very briefly and hear your thoughts. It's a multiplayer hide-and-seek ghosts versus ghost hunters. The ghosts need to hide and live till midnight. At midnight, they become OP, and there's almost no chance a hunter can take them out. And if the hunter doesn't want to die, they need to leave the house. Again, the ghosts are not actually trying to injure or attack people, but they can. If somebody wanders off the path and gets alone in a room and there's enough ghosts, they said they can really mess with them. But uh, the whole idea is to hide. Um, Coming later, but it's an alpha available at MidnightGhostHunt.com. It's a prop hunt. Prop hunt? Yeah, that's what it is. It's prop hunt. What's prop hunt? Sorry, I'm not familiar with. Oh, that. sorry. So uh, it's a mode from I think it was uh, Gary's mod. And uh, oh the, yes, it's you know, prop hunt yeah. from Gary's mod. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My brain, like all of a sudden, it hot wired in the middle of you explaining it. So sorry about that. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Uh, it, yeah. it looks intriguing. Mm. I don't know. I've, I mean, I've played it. I've played this type of thing before. Um, I like that they've taken it that step further, where you can do other stuff rather. Like when you're found, you're not just dead. The, you've still got a chance to come back, which is kind of cool. But I don't know if like it can justify being a whole game. I think it depends on price point for this type of game. Like if you can get that out mm. for like ten bucks, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And again, uh, the alpha is going to be available now. You just give them, it, they, it sounds like codes will go out easily. So if you do have a PC and you're willing to try it, uh, they didn't say whether it was PC exclusive, but the alpha is. Uh, you can either sign up to their Discord and then everyone gets a key, it sounds like, if you get in the Discord. No, wait, they said if you get in the Discord or you send them your email, you get a chance at a key. If you do both, you have a much higher chance at a key, they said. Okay. Um, but they would say that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next up, Unexplored 2. Uh, by Big Sugar. Um, I got a Hob vibe from this isometric exp- exploration tile, but it looks like when you die, they take you on a new path. Mm. Looks kind of interesting, but I think this is something that will come out and I will not pay it any mind. There's too much stuff on the horizon. If this yeah. is your jam, though, I could see it, right? That's how we work with indies. You just kind of latch to certain things. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's uh, what definitely connect to me. They showed off a Samsung C27 RG5 27-inch gaming monitor. We're not going to talk about it, but rest assured, if you need lots of frame rate that your eyes can't actually see, 1080p, 240 hertz, curved G-Sync, uh, coming out mid-July, 27 inches, 400 bucks. Moving on, 
But I mean, it's not 4K. No, like, no, someone asked that in the audience. By the way, yeah. happy to see there wasn't the front row dick uh, in this in this one. <laughs> but somebody asked 4K and he goes, not at this price point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, $400, $400 for a 27-inch monitor is a but lot of money. 240 hertz is what they're going for. But yeah. the eye can barely perceive 120 hertz. Um, 240 is – and good luck getting your uh, – your graphics card to run any of those competitive <laughs> games you want to run it on at that. Like, I don't know if my yeah. 2080 could hit 240 Hertz on like PUBG or, or even <laughs> overwatch, you know, like, so who cares anyway? Uh, there is a 4k version of this, uh, Andy, I think it was 600. So, okay. Well, that's yeah. not, that's not too bad. It might not be the same thing, but it looked like it was yeah. 240 Hertz curved 4k 27 inch G sync. Okay. And I think it was six or 700. So, okay. Um, Next up, Funcom gave its lineup, uh, Mutant Year Zero, Seed of Evil. I have not gotten around to finishing Mutant Year Zero, so this is not something I can jump with. Conan Unconquered, which is already out. I had no interest in this game. Um, nope. Stop me if you did. Nope. This one kind of looked cool. The Moons of Madness, the first-person horror game coming Halloween 2019 to PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Mm, I think I must have missed that one. I don't okay. remember that. If you guys get a chance, go look up. If you're interested in this, Moons of Madness. All it was was a sizzle reel, so there's not much to talk about at this point. And Conan Chop Chop, which I immediately got an email that says, no, this is real. It's a Legend of Zelda roguelike with four players. Comes out September 3rd, 2019 on all current platforms. By that, I mean PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Yeah, I saw that. I don't have any interest in it. Uh, speaking of things I have no interest in, uh, Last Oasis, uh, multiplayer early access game with uh, vehicular combat. <laughs> Age of Wonders Planet Fall by Triumph Studios. I'm going to stop very briefly just for Chase. Learn from gaming Chase. He's going to be interested in this. It's a 4X strategy game turn-based. Three known factions, six total. Cyborg zombies known as the Assembly. Dinosaurs with lasers known as the Amazons and the Militant Vanguard. Releases August 6th on PC, but surprisingly enough, also PS4 and Xbox One. Did you have any interest in this game? I did, yes. Uh, like, this is the, probably okay. the first thing in this whole, in this PC gaming showcase. <laughs> okay. Like, an hour in where I was like, I actually sat up and took notice. I'm like, okay. Like, this looks yeah. cool because it kind of reminds me of, like, Civilization where you're going and building your colonies. And, yep. But you've, you've got, obviously, like, your three different races and the three races seem completely Sorry, they different. They only showed three. When I went on the Steam page, that's where they said there are six factions total, but they're only talking right, about yeah. three right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and the three that they showed seemed completely and utterly different, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get, like, six essentially different styles of playing the game and building up your uh, your colony and whatnot but yeah you land on a planet and you build your colony from scratch um the thing that really got me about this though was like because i've played games like that before like seven beyond earth and like plenty other games that are like that kicking about but this one um the combat is actual like combat and not just your enemy bounces off the other enemy so you actually oh, so it's like action combat not real time it's it's not action combat but like yeah you take some control over it yeah, turn-based tactical style right, combat. So you watch it, it, you watch it go down instead of just the the things continue happening, right? Yeah, well, I think you can control them as well. So, like, you, you sort of it takes you into when you get into a battle, it takes you into like a closer zoom up of it. Um, so they said that your that, battles yeah. will last like two or three minutes to like when you get into the later game, like half an hour, and you've got like big armies. So that's cool. Like, well, and they I, made I a really point like to that. say that like the combat in a lot of those games, as you're kind of hinting at, was kind of throwaway, whereas in this one, yeah. it's going to be intense and focused, as as <laughs> evidenced by the zoom in camera. The other thing I liked that they mentioned, and you might have been getting to this, but it was that as you said, you're dropping in on a fresh planet, so nobody is you're not on somebody's home planet, and mm. you guys are both dropping in for the first moment. So you guys are doing a combination of you know establishing your base while also getting ready for combat. And then when you level up, the tech trees are based off of your civilization's past, or your, sorry, your mm-hmm. faction's past and where yep. your faction plans to go in the future, which sounded very cool as well. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very interested in that. Yeah, so that, that looked cool. And I, I do know some people, again, 
I would be hard pressed to hear that Chase isn't interested in something like this, especially as somebody who I know it's not the same game by any stretch, but he has been getting more and more back into Stellaris. And uh, okay. this yep. sounds like this sounds like a more actiony version of the the kind of sim RTS you know uh, itch that Stellaris scratches. So not same genre, but like people into this may be into this is what I'm trying mm. to say. Yeah. Anyway. So this one you may or may not know. I'm very familiar with it. It's actually quite fun, but they showed off um, a game we didn't find out until the end, but I had typed this in. I said, a game by Rebellion that I said, rem- uh, who is known for um, the uh, the sniper games. Um, mm. But I said, reminds me a lot of that zombie trilogy, uh, which yeah, was by the same trilogy, dev. Yeah. And I said, with uh, Elite Enemies, and then it was revealed to be Zombie Army 4 Dead War. So it's it's exactly that. It is the fourth iteration yep. <laughs> in their zombie horde uh, game. There was no actual gameplay, just videos, but that's okay because this is the fourth game in the series and we know kind of what to expect from the gameplay and even the graphical fidelity of this. So that didn't bother me too, too much. Um, This looked cool. I I spent more hours playing Zombie Trilogy than I'd probably care to admit on Game Pass. (laughs) And uh, it doesn't, you know, there are people who will say it's just a closed loop and it doesn't get more interesting. And that's true. But I just love the game where it's like, okay, you start with the scenario that you're overrun and will die. And it's just how long can you hold out? Mm. You know, like you jump right into when the shit goes down. You know what I mean? Um, And I've really dug these games. Uh, It's coming, uh, let's see here, 2020 for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. On the flip side, do you like these games, or is this just no interest? Um, that's not really one for for me, to be honest. And I never, I never got the other ones. And that was Sniper the nicest way of either. dismissing a game that somebody likes. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, like I can see why people do like it. Um, oh well, but with all these games, you can, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're being too kind for for a game that's just not your bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, this is my bag, my concern is finding the right console to play with people on but remnant from ashes by gunfire games this is where they started talking to me and you can tell when i tuned out because i ran to grab lunch um but uh but yeah uh this is a third person shooter against big horror enemies we should point out um remnant uh is a uh, a franchise that's already kind of focused on co-op action shooting um procedurally generated scenarios based on handcrafted concepts and assets um, and then each person's world is unique. And then you bring in friends to your world and then they can get loot. So your world may only have X amount of loot. And so when you, when I bring you into my world, Andy, if you've been playing mm. in your own world, you may get loot that you've never seen before and be able to bring it back into your world and then vice versa when I come into your world. So there's a lot of cool like jumping around and you can like... You know, it's a, it's it's loot is the carrot on the stick for this. Um, mm. So dare I use the word schluter, which I really hope doesn't <laughs> care, catch on. Jeez. But um, but you know what I mean. Like you can run twenty minute campaigns in the background, uh, you know, on your own, and then when I see you pop on and we both have the game, I can pull you in. The challenge is. The game better be priced accordingly because you, it's going to be something you're not going to play all the time actively. And what price point do you put into a game like that? Um, yeah, I mean, tw- twenty bucks sounds about right to me. Um, I, I sure. like the whole I- the whole idea that, like in my game, I could be like fighting a dragon with a sword, and in your game, you might be like fighting a mech with a big gun. Like, yeah, that, I like that too. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that's coming August 20th, 2019. I'm trying to see if I can get a price. Uh, and that is consoles and uh, and PC. So let's see mm. what if Remnant has a price point on PC yet. And it does. 40. Mm. <laughs> It'll come to Game Pass. Anyway, um, so yeah. <laughs> Next up, boy, Clay is just not hitting with games I like anymore, and one of those is Griftlands, card-based game. I remember a time where card-based video games were something I really wanted. Now I'm fucking sick of them, and since Magic's come, like, why would I need one? Um, how about you? Yeah, no, cards and cards and games are not for me. Not since, except for uh, Final Fantasy VIII with uh, Triple Triad. You can have that. that. We've never played Final Fantasy VIII, so uh, I'll I'll get back to you. Like I didn't After even really that, much no. care for Gwent. Um, I'll, I I don't mind playing it in Thronebreaker, but other than that, 
no. Yeah, I, I didn't play. I didn't play The Witcher. I'm still. I'm waiting for it to come to Switch at this point. <laughs> ah, okay. You'll we'll have to buy tomorrow. a new Switch, but okay. Um, <laughs> you have to buy that souped-up Switch, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, then Frontier Developments, devs of uh, Planet Coaster and the Jurassic Park game that everyone that everyone hates but me um and me and me i like that you game like well. oh yeah that's right you were the one who convinced yeah. me to buy it yeah i actually yeah. have it on pc uh i like it more on pc uh, yeah me, i me like too. it more with a keyboard and mouse like, i i actually really like playing it in with both so i'll play the park part of it with the keyboard and mouse and then anytime when i have to oh. drive the jeep i will switch over to the controller yes yes i think you told me to do that and yep. i do that i have my controller in but like the game will just switch inputs based off of what's giving it feeding it input inputs yep. but anyway so they're taking the next step which is planet zoo they showed actual gameplay and it's like a zoo but they said they will also flood you with information on like natural habitats information on the animals and eco-friendly items like that so it sounds like they're emulating a zoo and i was very pleased that the hippopotamus was prominently displayed he is my favorite animal and we got to see him shit yeah that's a thing <laughs> I, I mean i don't have any interest in this because I, I mean i if i want to play this type of game i'll just go back and play jurassic world and they've got a new the dlc way. coming out on the i think it's the 16th yeah uh, clear clear sanctuary with uh, more dialogue and stuff from uh, Bryce Dallas Howell done it so I'll, mm -hmm. I'll probably pick that up instead of looking at this me too me too um but if if for some reason coasters wasn't your thing and dinosaurs wasn't your thing and a real zoo is your thing I could see my wife being in that world if she was a gamer mm -hmm. okay uh it's kind of cool that they're they're continuing to find their niche for that so mm. uh releasing November 5th 2019 only for PC at this time as we've seen before it may get an eventual release on console, but I think they're, you know, they're they're always pretty quick to say we will delay. Like Planet Coaster never came to console either because they couldn't find a good way to interface controllers with that, um, hmm. and so that may be the case with this one. So the uh, the one thing they didn't show in their trailer, which I was, which is the only question I really had about the game, was can you make things fight in the game like you can in Jurassic World? Like, so I don't believe in the, so, but if I get a free copy, first thing I'm going to do is make a lion cage and make <laughs> a like gazelle cage and then just yep. take the fences away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see what happens. Which I, I think is kind of the fun aspect of, of that type of zoo, like making a zoo that's crazy. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, so, and then Shenmue 3 by Eastnet, uh, that, that's a Shenmue-ass game. That's That's all I have to say about that. Don't think I want 3... Definitely don't care when it's coming out, but apparently it's November. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be August just recently, but now it's November 19th, so that may or may not come. I'm sure the Shenmue <laughs> fans don't really care when it eventually comes, so will they. Um, and in the meantime, uh, we just got to see that that's going to be a Shenmue-ass game. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I was actually really surprised to see this here. It was obviously because Sony's not here this year to trot them out. They're like, oh, we need to go out somewhere. Here we go. Well, we'll also, did you see that it's... It's Epic Games exclusive on PC. <laughs> yeah, that's And see since that, Epic's yeah. paying for this, that's probably why they're on the stage. Yeah. Um, but yes, but yeah. it helps that Sony's not there. So Sega's like, we got to go somewhere. Yeah. The game doesn't Microsoft's look very good. Microsoft's like, though. no, fuckers, we got Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the game doesn't look very good, though, like graphically. It, it looks No, very, they've like, often dated. said that they wanted it to look Dreamcast esque. And you know what? Nailed uh. it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that sucker's in 480p. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look nice at all, and it's all washed out and almost bloody. Uh, I would say, but uh, please, please, uh, in today's society, we call it uh, soft. It's a soft oh, visual. Soft, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's like I mean, a there's ways, ball. <laughs> there's ways of doing like art styles that still look, they still pop, and like this just does not. But uh, I mean, I'll probably buy it anyway. Um, uh, they already announced the. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, they already announced the date. Uh, to kickstart our backers like last week so oh okay cool so and that means thought, you think they will hit that reveal. date yeah I, th I think they will uh, i thought okay. this was the date review but like when i told ali about it he's like yeah i already knew this two weeks ago oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um but you can in the in the trailer they did show that you can almost feel the qts can't you like they didn't show any button prompts but you're like oh, oh they no, just took the button they're, prompts they're totally there yeah. yeah yeah they totally will be in fact um uh, in our in in our Discord, uh, AZ Eric, uh, who is a regular guest on GH101 um, in the past, um, he was telling me that Shenmue 2 before I play it on Xbox, uh, and that's the only reason I haven't bought those those other versions on newer consoles because they didn't change the resolution. So he goes, if you own it on original Xbox, just play it there. But he said. Um, 
that it's mostly QTEs for the sequel. So yeah. the sequel sounds to lean in more to that. And so I guess we could pretty much expect that for this one. Yeah. Well, if you do want to play Shenmue 1 and 2, though, they are now available on Game Pass. Uh, yes and no. Are they on Xbox Game Pass or just the PC one? They're coming to the PC one, but they're not there yet. Xbox, Xbox Game Pass available now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, came out uh, today. Oh, fantastic. Or, or, or last night. Um, finally, finally. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. Now now it's justified itself. <laughs> um, but uh, next up, uh, again, I am not the audience for this, uh, but there will be lots of audience for this, which is Songs of Conquest by Coffee Stain Studios and Lava Potion. Uh, you can sign up for the alpha at songsofconquest.com. Old school strategy adventure title. I think they said in the vein of Heroes of Might and Magic 2. So there's that. Um, planned release date of late 2020. It's got a ways to go. It looked interesting, but uh, probably not one for me. It has the old school aesthetic, kids. So for those that mm. really liked Heroes of Might and Magic 2, it's going to look like that. Yeah. Um, Vermintide 2 versus beta signup available now. As much as I try, I can't get into Vermintide. It's not my it's not my jam. I love um, Left 4 Dead, but like Left 4 Dead seems to be kind of the only of that that's for me. So. Yeah, and and, I, and I'm kind of the opposite. Like I don't like Left 4 Dead, but Warhammer Fantasy specifically like is up my sort of alleyway. However, not this type of game in the Warhammer universe. Uh, I'll stick with Total War Warhammer. That's fine. Gotcha. Okay. Um, then there was Per Aspera by Talon Studios. Didn't get enough information to really have anything to say about it. Well, like uh, I thought this looked interesting because you're basically terraforming Mars in it using an AI called Amy. So I, okay, I was kind of interested on. in You were more in interested one. than I was. Yeah. Yeah, you paid yeah more definitely. attention than I did. So, like, I, I've always been kind of fascinated by Mars. Um, and, like, I recently tried uh, Surviving Mars and okay. thought it was terrible. But this sounds a little bit more interesting and more, like, more easy to get to grips with than Surviving Mars. So uh, I think this could be an interesting one for me to keep my eye on. But yeah, this uh, was looks like a whole Chase, uh, Chase, who was going to be on this show, but he had to be busy. Um, actually, was really into that Samsung monitor <laughs> from mm. what from the texts I've been getting. But yeah, so okay. But uh, then there was a sizzle reel that had Ancestors, The Pathless, Untitled Goose Game. Please, Untitled Goose Game. I love that game. I want that to come to Switch so bad. My wife and daughter are dying to play that. Phantom Brigade, Adam, Adam Crops, Rune 2, What the Golf, The Sojourn, and Auto Chess. Anything you want to talk about there? Yeah, and Auto Chess I'd never heard of. You know, so they said oh, that's a Dota mod. Bit. Again, it's a China thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a Dota mod, though, that's been pretty popular in America. Yeah, okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's coming to Epic. Cool. Um, yeah, Ancestors it's coming to Epic well. because uh, they um, Valve talked to them about bringing Auto Chess there. And, um, well, they talked to Valve about bringing Auto Chess because Valve wasn't pleased with the fact that they were, you know, modding Dota. And um, <laughs> after they had some conversations, Valve was just like, well, l l here's the deal. We're going to make it and we're going to publish it. And if you want to get paid as like consultants to help us build it, great. And I think they were just like, uh, now fuck you, we're going to go. Mm, um, yeah. So they're bringing it out on Epic Store. So that's what the, <laughs> the history behind that is. But I'm not yeah. into auto chess. An Untitled Goose Game. I didn't see this year. I just I've been in love with that since last yeah. E3, and it's just geese or dicks, and you get to be a goose that's a dick, and uh, it's charming. Um, but it's been in development for like ever. So who knows when that's coming out? Yeah, I'm definitely more interested in that one than that deer with the magic antlers from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a different game, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, the, the the goose has a bit of personality about him. Like, the deer is just very generic deer with magic animals. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> he's, got, uh, he's got no spunk. Um, Ancestral just Soul confirmed it. To, Still yeah. no no release date on Untitled mm. Goose Game. <laughs> hey, Ancestral Soul I definitely wanted to, to talk about because uh, okay. we've seen a little bit of this before. Like, and you, It's from one of the creators of Assassin's Creed, and he basically came oh, up with yeah, that, sorry, this, this idea. Yeah, sorry, this is Yves yeah. No, no, it yes. wasn't Eves. It was the the other guy. I can't, or I can't no, Eves Gimon is the CEO. No, it's um. Continue Michelle talking Ansel. about Michelle Ansel. Michelle Ansel. Thank you. Thank you. Rayman. Think. Yeah. So yeah. this is his game, um, Ancestors, and basically plays like an ape at the beginning of human evolution, essentially. And yeah, you I think he said Africa ten thousand years in the past. Ten million years, he said. 
Oh, okay. Which Skipped is a zero there. <laughs> a couple which zeros is a long fact. time ago. Um, yeah. And uh, the game apparently takes place over the span of eight million years. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh, he also said that there's no story in the game, which immediately turned me off. Find so, your own fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's just go around, explore, evolve. Okay. Explore and expand and evolve. That is the main aim of the game, but there's no story. So I don't think I'm interested in that. Like, I think I was yeah, interested in that game, and now I'm not. Yeah, yeah no. The same he said no Oh, story. this is like, what okay. you're making. Do you know how many times there's been a game where I'm like, oh, this is what you're making. No, I'm good. Yeah, yeah no, I don't need this. <laughs> I mean, if This is it, when I... Oh, sorry. I think I would have had interest in it if there was some sort of story involved in it. Like, look at the Planet of the Apes movies. Like, sure. those tells tell great stories, and the ape... The ape-focused movies are the better ones. So they could have done something like that. And obviously, based back in the past, and they could have just uh, had it as subtitles or, like, they could have had it voice acted. No problem. And you were just... Or you can tell a story without saying anything. It's hard. But, Mm. you know, you've made a lot of games, Michelle Ansel. Surely you're up for the task. You may be on Good and Evil. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, this is not for for me. Although I was, I was interested in it up until the point where he said there's no story in the game. Yeah. Um, August twenty seventh, though, coming to PC first. Oh, okay. So it's the, it's coming. It's finally coming out. A lot of yep. people. I someone I know lost a bet on that one. Um, this is when I went and got lunch. <laughs> so, uh, anything you want to fill in before El Ijo? <laughs> um, yeah. So there was uh, Crystalis which uh, has a demo available on Steam. It looks like kind of cutesy 2D game. I downloaded the demo, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, okay. There's Val Faris, which is a fast-paced 2D action platformer. Like, we need another one of those. But this one looks all right, because yeah. there's a kind of like, is a, there's a metal soundtrack to it, so... It, oh, cool. It kind of drives metal it on. Metal makes things better, usually. Ex- exactly, yeah. And it kind of looks a little bit like, although it's a 2D action platformer, there's a lot of gunplay in it as well, so it kind of reminds me of a shmup. But obviously, you're playing as a guy on foot. So there's definitely a bit of interest with that one. Um, they then had uh, Borderlands 3, where uh, Paul Sage came out, and they asked him a bunch of questions, uh, of which, yeah, the, there was a new pilot called Mose, who's a mech pilot of a thing called mm-hmm. Iron Bear, and uh, you can customize your grenades. But I wasn't, cool. like, I'm not interested Iron in Borderlands Bear. 3. Um, any interest in Maneater, though, Chip? Chip? Fred? <laughs> Oh, it's all I'm good. So, yeah. <laughs> I look just like him. Um, <laughs> Maneater. Uh, I didn't see this, so I don't know this game. So Maneater is a game where you play as a shark, um, and they're describing it the genre as a shark PG. <laughs> so nice. Rather, yeah. So I mean, bas- I liked the Jaws game, if that answers your question. <laughs> so basically, you play as a shark, um, you eat, explore, and evolve, um, and you you essentially start off as like a yes big okay i'm watching this trailer up. which yeah. is no gameplay unfortunately but yes so th- yes there, yes yes there, there was gameplay in in the in one of the trails that they showed off at one point in this um and oh yeah no i'm seeing gameplay like, now yeah, yeah. shows you like swimming around as a shark and it looks like you can do all sorts of flips and jumps and stuff as a shark um they also had mississippi queen playing as the song which was pretty awesome and <laughs> i really liked the trailer uh, they also introduced the main villain which is called scaly pete who is uh, who is the best shark fisherman in the, in this area? Yeah, I'm and seeing him. It's like it, yeah. This, there's a story concept to this one, Fred, because uh, the the game premise is based around a reality TV show called Shark Hunters vs. Maneaters, uh, where the, these shark hunter guys are hunting sharks, which so I think is, is awesome. And this is by Tripwire, who does um, Killing Floor, which I actually really yeah. like as well. Yeah, um, A lot of people like to. Like in Killing Floor, for obvious reasons, to Left 4 Dead, I do think it's a different type of game. Um, yeah, Maneater's my jam. I, I'm i not going to lie. I'll try to get a review code, but I will probably pick this up, if it, especially if it's in the uh, Killing Floor price range, which is usually around 30 bucks. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, they, they said it's basically like GTA if you were a shark. <laughs> yeah, well, I love That's Jaws good. Unleashed. You know, I'm yeah. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really absolutely cool adored uh, stealing keys from scientists in underwater labs in Jaws Unleashed. That shit went off the rails, <laughs> and it looks like this game is intending to do just the same, so I'm in. Yep, yep definitely. It looks, looks great, so we'll have to keep an eye on There's no date for that one yet, though. 
Um, they had an advert for chairs by Ewan or Iwin. Okay. okay. Uh, Terraria is getting its final expansion called Journey's End. Which I don't have any interest in. Um, and then they had uh, Sam Barlow come out to talk about telling lies. Telling lies. So okay. this is the this is the new game. Um, Sam Barlow was the, the chap that created her story. Right, right. So this is the spiritual successor to that game. Um, and I'm really interested in, in this one. Uh, however, the, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why there's an issue with it in, in a second. But, um, but yeah... Basically, it's another similar sort of style game to Her Story where you're searching a database worth of footage. There's four different people this time over 10 hours worth of footage. Um, wow. It looks really cool. Uh, no date yet. Just it's fair probably... warning, we are one minute from UB. Yeah. I, I mean, we can... Yeah, the only thing left of note is Baldur's Gate 3. Yep, by Larian Studios. And yeah. they said not too much. Uh, I wanted to chime in real quick because Chase actually had some comments from it about what we may have missed if we're not Baldur's Gate people. He says, Baldur's Gate stuff, the bad guy is just a mind flyer, I say nonchalantly. The significant mm-hmm. is that he's a mind flyer, which is some of the most feared opponents in D&D because they can really mess your players' minds up and use them to fight against each other, otherwise known mm-hmm. as the destroyers of the agency. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the big deal here was they're going to do a tabletop prequel to Baldur's Gate 3 yes. uh, coming out September 17th, 2019. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, that, that was that was really interesting, actually, that they're doing that. Um, I, I don't know that I'd necessarily pick up the tabletop board game, but uh, definitely interesting. And like, uh, I Baldur's- might, honestly. Yeah. Uh, there's 13 <laughs> so. levels to it as well, so like it's like a yeah. full campaign, um, which is quite cool. Uh, I, I, probably, I would definitely pick up Baldur's Gate 3, the game, though, when it comes out. Um, the one thing I wanted to say about this press conference, which uh, kind of... Sure. This press conference negated itself yesterday because they had most of these people come out yesterday and do the exact same interviews with Jeff Keighley and they give ah. almost the exact same answers so I'd seen him damn you Keighley because <laughs> <laughs> you know, yesterday I was watching I'm like because oh, you watched like, that stream yeah, yeah I had did, some yeah. fears that that would happen and uh, not with yeah. PC specifically but in general and that's why I'm kind of happy I missed that yeah but it was very strange to just have this regurgitation of stuff like oh right I know this I know this I know this I know you there know. are some people who will follow Keely into hell and will not watch the PC Gamer Showcase yeah so. but PC right, Gamer well, Showcase overall uh, wasn't great but it was probably better than last year's one like every year there's something for everyone it's yeah. just you really gotta sift right it's 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 gonna be like the indie showcase from kind of funny you're gonna be sifting and everybody's treasure is different so we can all walk away with something we want but it's it's varied yeah. um and that's kind of the state of like pc and indie gaming right now that's not mainstream um and there is some mainstream stuff here but for the most part i think that's that's why you see that split i think it's cool though i think there are certain games that you were really into that i didn't have interest in and vice versa so all right well with that we will go do ub we need to do a follow-up discussion at some point maybe we can do it at the tail end of ub talking about the microsoft app but, uh, mm, <laughs> but yeah we'll get to it later at worst case scenario we'll talk about it on 42 level one but yeah all righty well with that we're gonna go do ub cheers <laughs>